Hello, everyone. My name is Hank Sotolo. I'm Casey McBride. And Jameson Eads here. And we're here with another fun Sunday episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And this is always one of my favorite uh, favorite uh, segments, if you will, because Jameson gets to join us on Sundays. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. It's always a pleasure to join you guys. So much fun. <laughs> and, and something brand new. I think we kind of talked about it last week. But um, if you didn't know, we are now um, uploading right after our shows to iTunes, to all kinds of different places. So people, if you want to catch it uh, on audio audio version that you can download you can do so in the itunes store or um if you go to uh, our youtube channel in the upper right hand corner there's all these little links and there's other places that it is uh stored that way too so we're kind of doing that and the other thing that's kind of changed since last week is we have no preset topic because we uh casey pointed out that every time we have a topic we almost feel like we're forced to loop back into it instead of just flowing where the topic goes so we're naming the episode after we do it <laughs> and, and, uh, and writing up about what we talked about. So literally we can go anywhere where the energy flows. So if you're watching and you have a comment, if you have a question about anything, uh, go ahead and post it and we are happy to follow the energy wherever you want to go. So Jameson, what's been new in your world as of this past? What has it been? Has it been two weeks since we've been, you've been uh, on? Were you on last week? I think it was I, last week. Yeah, I think it was on last week. Okay. <laughs> Mostly this week has just been uh, work, 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 and then found out that my boss is actually going to be able to pay me back for the hours I missed over the last couple months. And oh, I was like, ooh, more money. I'm totally okay with that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How <does it> <laughs> <than> that? <laughs> right? And like, I didn't expect anything like that. So, you know, I don't like, we've been essential workers so it's not like we like lost a lot of work i just basically went to like half half time went over the last couple weeks so but i wasn't hurting you know a lot of more people are hurting now than me that's for sure and like that that kind of bums me out that i'm working like pretty constantly and now i'm back to full time again but I, like during the whole outbreak i i was working every week maybe not the full week but i was still making my making money for my family so i had no complaints i wish it was that easy for everybody else kind of sucks <laughs> yeah you know that's one thing with the whole thing i i saw a couple of facebook posts that kind of ring um true is that we say we're in the same boat but everybody's situation is very much different we're in the same boat in the sense we're all in the world and we're all having an experience with covid but uh, some people are having trouble putting food on the table or uh, finding work or or even taking care of the loved one, or if you are impacted directly, if you know somebody, I had uh, somebody in Buffalo who uh, someone had contracted COVID, they were on a ventilator and no family was even allowed to go see them and they ended up passing uh, passing away and no one was able to actually go and, and be with their family member because of the whole um, keeping everybody apart uh, because of the possible contagion. So definitely uh, something to think about. Yeah. No, I know there was something, um, oh, like I've, one of my family members is uh, like immunocompromised and um you know for the longest time everyone was very careful you know no one was going to visit or anything like that but you know she's got the attitude now she's like you know if something happens but i rather have like n not spent any time or seen any of my family or like you know gotten to hug anyone before i passed or would i rather like have actually spent time with people and you know if it was going to happen either way so yeah kind of a weird thing to think about in those situations definitely 
Yeah, like I've, I've told you guys, my mother's immunocompromised, and the poor thing's been basically stuck at home for three months straight. Just to her, like right now, her whole life is TV, and she's like, "This stinks." <laughs> <laughs> well, my friend Angie and I were talking about this, and we wanted to do um, an episode on on her channel um, around it called "The Bless and the Mess." And it's uh, though all these things are true that we just mentioned. Like, what is the bless and the mess? Like, this show is an example of that. Like, what could you do with the current situation that would create more lightness and possibility in the world? And Casey's really quick to um, point this out too: that whatever you're focusing on. Uh, wherever your attention goes, that's what the universe um, brings to you. So if you're focusing on all the negative, then you'll get more of that. But if you start to focus on the bless and the mess, uh, then you can start to shift your reality and what you're experiencing amongst this uh, pandemic and have a little bit more lightness in your life. Yeah, and it is, you know, um, uh, there was a point for a short, a short period of time after uh, everything got shut down and I wasn't able to massage where I was sort of worried about... Um, you know, oh, what am I going to do as far as like if this is keeps going on for months and months? You know, I'm gonna have to start worrying about money and all of this. And that was a brief period of time. And then I shifted. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? No, I've always known, and it's always been my experience that one, the universe always provides for me, and I always have abundance. But also that I can create anything that I want with my reality. And so I kept, but and it was so. At one point, I was actually putting out there. Um, using the questions technique that um, Hank has introduced me to. But I was asking the question, what can I do? Uh, what can I be? What can I allow in order to um, bring in $1,000 in, in a week? Hmm. Uh, was a question that I had asked. And um, then uh, a, a little bit of a few days, week went by, and um, sort of nothing was happening. But I was trading psychic readings with all these people, and I kept getting people telling me these readers telling me like you're, you you need to start doing your readings as like a business venture, and that it's going to really uh, like take off when you do. And um, so it was, just kept putting out there that all this abundance was coming and all that stuff, and um, and then finally listened and started doing these live streams in the first week. That I started doing them, I made over a thousand dollars. And so I had to ask that exact question in a week: How can I bring in? Like, what can I do? And in my logical mind, when I asked that question, I was like, "That's not realistic." You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's what is going to happen? That's going to that's going to make that a reality. And sure enough, it was like boom! It just showed up, and I was like, "Wow!" I didn't even consider that to be a possibility at the time, but I was open to receiving whatever the universe was going to uh, give to me. <laughs> And it's fun to see like how how you've been doing, Casey. Like your your energy has been like very bright, and you you seem so happy. Like I'm really like proud of you and happy that you started doing these things because you've always talked about them, and now you're living that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I had I had um you know I'd never uh, well like with massage and energy healing. You know, I was I was doing that for a living for a number of years. And, uh, but like the, the readings or something, you know, I've always been communicating with my spirit guides and even I was doing it for free. I was just having people over at my house and teaching people to communicate with their spirit guides and helping people learn how the shamanic journey and all kinds of other stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I always had sort of, a, um, I don't know, like I always had this weird idea that like I wasn't ready to charge people money for it or that it would somehow take away from the experience if I did. Um, but I, I found the opposite was definitely true when I finally started. It was more, um, 
that because I was receiving some kind of reciprocation, there was just more energy to keep going with it. And I've slowed down in the past couple of weeks. Well, partly because it was like, oh, well, I made a couple thousand dollars in a couple of weeks. I can just hang out and relax. <laughs> but then, um, but I feel like it's like from, I don't know, some people are, are uh, like with this kind of work, they like to be go, go, go all the time consistent. And then like, I'm fine with having these kind of, waves where like you know I haven't been advertising it for like two weeks so it's kind of slowed down and then we're building up and like now you know i'll start doing that again and then i'll get really busy and you know eventually it'll be more constant but i i kind of like the ebb and flow of it it's kind of nice to have some time to just hang out relax like spend time in the forest and or just do nothing and then <laughs> other times when i'm just really busy and really in it so <laughs> it's kind of nice one of the things that if, if you're like Casey and you're asking that question to the universe and your brain is doing what his did that says, uh, that's not realistic. Um, <laughs> I've given that on the show before there is this, um, it's called the set aside prayer. And you basically, it's giving thanks for the things that you have first. I give thanks for the air in my lungs, the food in my stomach, the shelter over my head and the clothes on my back. And then you ask God, help me set aside or source whatever you want to use uh, for your word. Um, help me set aside everything I think I know <laughs> about everything, about making money, about spirituality, about religion, healing, politics. That's a big one. So that I can have an open mind and experience the truth. And the truth is you can actualize anything that you desire. <laughs> and so that's a great way to start to shift the mind. And you say it as often as you need to it several times throughout the day, because the ego definitely can have a very strong hold on wanting to hold you into the things that you already know, because it is terrified about future possibility because it doesn't know the outcome. And its job is to keep you safe. And it knows what you've already done. So it wants you to repeat the things that you've done and not try stuff that's new. <laughs> yeah. And I, I found that one of the things that's made it hard for like myself, like I have so many things and so many goals I want to do. And I feel like I use all of my energy for my job. I've been painting for 15 years. I get paid very well. I do enjoy my job, but like, I feel like I almost don't have the energy to do other things that I would love to put my time and effort into. And now that I have a growing family, that's, you know, changed my priorities and like I have a lot, like I come home and my wife's been watching the baby all day. So I'm like, no, I need to step up and, you know, help her. And like uh, Casey's talking about doing his readings. Like I've been wanting to work on my rune readings and tarot readings. And I just haven't had the time or energy to like even do anything, which is kind of my own fault. I need to set aside time for that specifically if I want it to grow. Right. And for me to, you know, find more energy for it. But man, does it stink when you have a day job that takes you away from your home for 12 hours a day. <laughs> I can, well, before I did this, I worked at a, as a loan processor and underwriter, and I would put in uh, all the free overtime that you want, you know, just so you could hit your goals and everything. And then it was like an hour to an hour and a half drive home uh, from where it was. Right. It, was uh, it was terrible. And then I, I was the only one who cheered when they were closing the site and they were announcing that everybody was getting laid off. I'm like, yes. And then my coworker just turns around and slugs me. And, uh, but, but, you know, I didn't have any point of view. I had told the universe, I'm out of here by December, regardless whether they laid me off, whether I quit, whatever it takes, I'm done. And then it, it actualized in the best way possible, getting a severance package and everything. But uh, yeah, awesome. it's a time sucker. <laughs> so um, do you, where, how do you make your living now? Like, Dude, uh, doing this that's fantastic man well, I, I transitioned i started this work part-time uh way mm -hmm. back i think i started my company in 2008 i think 
roundabout. And I just had, um, I, I took my first Reiki classes. Someone gifted me a massage table, everything lined up. And I started seeing people out of my living room and when I lived in uh, Lakewood and then, um, got an office. Cause I brought a, one of my clients one time, um, probably was a criminal and my wife didn't appreciate me bringing people to the house so i ended up getting an office that and i kept my like crystals and stuff so like i ran out of room at home so i had to get an office to put them somewhere <laughs> and then um that was actually in euclid uh and then when once um once i was uh, at the bank i didn't have a lot of time but i would see clients on the weekends and evenings and then as soon as we got laid off i went back to my desk i was checking my phone and i saw a post in the group that i had made uh, cleveland holistic health and healing that someone had an office opening at holistic health cleveland and, and i was like oh wow like so i just lost my job and there's an office here and i i ended up um uh, just transitioning into this work full time because of the severance package and everything then and i put on that big event so like Casey said, ways of income or whatnot. So I put on like one huge event in the fall that um, that it does well, and and then that helps with the rest of everything. That's that's fantastic. That's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, or workshops and things like that, um, because that, like you could have one workshop and have twenty people versus one-on-one -on -one clients and things of that nature in a web store. So I sell stuff. That's great. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like such a blast to like. I can tell that you very much enjoy what you do for a living and like it, how can I say it like improves your, your life instead of like, you know, putting all your energy into the bank or the, the job beforehand, which it was a way to make a living, but it wasn't helping complete you. You know what I mean? Well, and I wouldn't trade it. You know, if you're in a place where, you know, it doesn't make sense with what your passion is, think of it like, well, what am I learning from this job that's going to help me somewhere else? Because all 10 years of experience in banking definitely paid off for me to know how to run finances. And that yeah. right. and now um, my part-time gig in the finance world, I only work like four to eight hours a week. Um, I cut my hours way back once the kids came home for homeschooling, but I was only working 16 hours a week before that. But I work at a... Um, for self-directed IRAs. So I'd like, I, I was like on the job training to figure out how I'm going to retire, you know, yeah. uh, being able to invest in like, um, like real estate in a Roth IRA or things like that. It's um so like wherever you are, like don't necessarily think that it's um, not feeding the soul. Cause if you can find like, what am I learning here or what connections am I creating here that are going to feed my passion for what I'm going to do. And I was still the healer at the bank. I was the first person who knew when anybody got pregnant because they wanted to buy ginger oil because it's good for nausea, for example. And they called, they called team healer. Like I, they would always come up to me and um, I, I would do like do little mini readings while I was uh, in between phone calls and stuff like that where people had issues. Uh, so it's like, um, even then I was still being me, no matter where you are, what you're doing, the painter, anything else, you can still be you, be that reader healer, uh, no matter where you are. Right, right. Yeah. And I know uh, for me, like talking about uh, like where you're at and that those skills translating over into your passions, like I found myself in sales jobs, like the, like a few jobs in a row uh, before I started to get into massage therapy and, and energy healing full time. And, um, <laughs> uh, you know, the first first job is like cold calling telemarketing. Smile and, uh, and dial. Oh, yeah. Smile <laughs> and dial. And, um, and I, but I was very. Um, I was very present um, the whole time. And it was funny because like people would uh, like, I remember they would ask me, they'd be like, like, 
what's wrong with you? Do you have bad days? Or are you just always like happy? Like what is <laughs> like what's going on in your head? And I was just very, you know, I was in the even though it was telemarketing and there were people yelling at me, I'm in the moment. And I realized, you know, like in this moment, you know, I'm I'm one with all and it's all beautiful. And so um so I did really well with it. I actually got promoted to a manager in like two months of working there. Um, but it was still like I was still on the phones and telemarketing while I was doing the manager stuff. And it was, um, you know, even even being as present as I was, it was it got to the point where I was like, all right, I need to kind of like move on, do something a lot better. So I, I just had this fantasy around like um, I want to work at a tea shop. I was so into tea. Uh, and, and I was like, I, would, I just like, that would be such a cool break from this just to work at a tea shop for a while. So I went to the mall, uh, this tea shop I'd been to a few times before applied there, got hired and found out it was also just a sales job focused on numbers. And, all of this <laughs> stuff. and I was like, oh, I, I fell right into it again. Um, and then, uh, even, and then even when, uh, I was finally getting out of all this stuff and got into massage therapy as I was going to school for massage therapy. Um, I was like, you know what? I'll work at a massage place, like at, at the front desk while I'm doing massage. I'll learn means <laughs> and outs of that. So, got a job at a one of the big massage chains, and it was another sales job selling the memberships. <laughs> but um, you know what? All that experience, though, all that experience in sales, really um, uh, helped me to hone the skills of like selling and anything you need to do is you, you need to sell, even if it's like healing and massage. Because unfortunately in this society, there are a lot of people um, that are just sort of, I don't know, they don't have the right framework in their mind around like massage therapy and energy healing. They think, um, you know, oh, like massage is just like, oh, you know, it's a luxury. I'll just go and, you know, pamper myself. And they don't realize that these healing modalities are meant to keep us healthy, prevent illness and injury and all of that stuff. So a lot of the times when people, I mean, and I'm not really like selling, selling like I would like with telemarketing, but I'm, I'm using those same skills to ex explain to people like, listen, this is what's going on in your back. Like you've got this muscle, like there's this, this is going on with this. And if we, you know, if that's going to continue to get worse, if we don't start to correct that and we, it'll take, you know, you need to come this many sessions before we, you know, whatever. So, but like in, in explaining, uh, using the, those communication skills that I learned in sales, um, like I would, I could be massaging, well, I don't know. I mean, really it's your massage and your, your healing that, that really sells it. But, um, I know a lot of people who I think probably would have just come in for one session and never come back again, became regular clients because I really listened to what they were saying and then formed like a treatment plan, but had the skills to sort of present it to them in that way. Um, so yeah, so yeah, wherever you are, you know, like whatever you're doing, you're you're developing valuable skills that you can apply towards whatever it is you're really passionate about. I fully agree with that. Yeah, because if you're a human being, then you can be that being whatever you're doing. It doesn't matter. So yeah. it's funny because like I'm, I look at the things I want to do in life and like the skills that I've gained from being a painter is that like I'm a I'm, I consider myself a very good leader like and the people I'm like I've been in a leadership role as a superintendent painter for like 10 12 years now like I was literally like within a year of painting the guys like you need to be running the cruise and then just never look back and I've always been like in charge the boss and doing my thing and it's funny because like you were saying Casey like the, everybody's like why are you always happy why are you always smiling <laughs> and it's just I've always been a smiley guy and just always I was just there's no reason not to be happy if you can be happy 
you know. Right. So yeah. I go in with a very positive attitude and keep that going all the time. Though my poor poor workers, they get scared to death when I'm angry. Because <laughs> they just <laughs> see it at all. They're like, there's something. He's going to kill somebody. Or <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't it, happen too often, though. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's very rare. And usually there's a very good reason for my anger. And, like, I don't just blow up. It's just I become very, like, forceful on what is wrong to the people that need to know. You know, that's a really good distinction because anger can be can be harnessed. And instead of, um, they're, like, there's skilled and unskilled applications to everything. And anger can be potency. It doesn't have to be, you know, um, aggressive and, like, um, threatening or anything like that. It could just be a potency that you can use to create change. And right. and that it's a really clear distinction when you get that type of energy. Like, how are you doing it? Are you throwing something at someone? That's kind of like the anger. But potency could just be like, you know, that energy of this is changing now. <laughs> that, right. Yep. Oh, man. We had a, um, well, at one point we had a bunch of workers that came, that had just gotten out of jail. And we had like three guys that what could literally... <laughs> you know, I no, even not even a joke. Like as soon as I met them, and like I've always been a person that can read people very well from the moment I meet them, and like I was just like, I do not trust that guy. Not even joking. Like a couple weeks later, uh, one of the girls that was working for me, she had a really bad epilepsy, so she had to take epilepsy medicine to keep herself from having seizures. And one day, she had like set her her purse aside, and all of her medication just disappeared. I knew it like within a split second of her telling me this, I know where it went and who had it. And I brought every single one of my guys into the room and I'm like, all right, who's got it? Now you need like, you need to come forward now or I'm gonna be calling the police because I know who did it. And they're all looking at me like, oh crap. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I definitely know who did it. And don't be mistaken, I will have you arrested. And I, but I'm going to be nice about this. I'm going to give you a chance to give this stuff back without anybody knowing. I'm not going to throw you under the bus. And like, this is my whole entire team in front of me. They all look like they're going to shit themselves. <laughs> and I'm like, my boss is just sitting there like, you better listen to him. <laughs> it's pretty funny when your boss is like, no, I'll let you do the talking. <laughs> and yeah, sure enough, by the end of the day, her medication was back in her purse magically. And <laughs> Uh, like the next day I let him go <laughs> and he, he knew like he was like how did you know it was me I'm like it doesn't matter how I knew I just knew and I you know you need to get things worked out in your life and sadly I can't have you around my people because we need to have trust here and if I can't trust you it's not going to do any of us any good ironically him and his two buddies ended up going back to jail like a week later Oh, you, can, you can only help somebody so much, you know. Well, and if you hadn't given that guy a chance, he might have been going back to jail that day. Right. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> maybe that was his, his, uh, his, maybe just that one little kindness was the action he needed to really change his life around because he didn't throw him under the bus. Right. You, know, you never know. Cool. And uh, just mentioning, if anybody wants to make a comment, uh, if you do it at the YouTube channel, we see that for sure. We actually had uh, one person commenting. Uh, these are a little bit out of context, but thank you for joining us. I just wanted to put a comment up and just acknowledge your contribution, but she's been um, commenting as we've been going, but we, I was so caught up in the conversation, I forgot to bring up the comments as they were coming up, but just talking about the universe provides when asked abundance to y'all. Little laughing face when we were telling some of our stories. So thank you so much for your contribution and joining us. And if you like to uh, make a comment or uh, 
offer a contribution of go ahead and head over to YouTube to make a comment. We'll for sure see them there or the Stir Crazy Shaman Facebook page. I love that story. That is just so, so much fun when you uh, have the ability to, to be that aware. And then instead of getting angry about it, you just got potent. That's a great example of what we were just saying. <laughs> And it, like it's funny that like the intuition you get when you're like it's really hard to explain, but I can always oh, like no, sense it. things in people. And like I had another guy who he was always like in a decent mood, and he came to work really upset one day, and he was like locking it inside of himself. And I'm like, I, I took him aside. And I'm like, hey man, like are you okay? Like what's going on? And he's like, ah, well, I got some issues with my life, and I, I can't go into details about him. His his family member had something very bad happen to them that was, you know, very not good. And I, because I gave him so much support, he was able to like confide in me when he wasn't telling other people about what happened, and he confided in me and like kept strong at work. Like I could see it was affecting him and his work habits but i had so much faith in this kid i want him to be able to replace me one day when i'm no longer in the position i'm at and all that support really really helped him through that hard time and he's doing great now you know things have passed he was like really worried about what happened and then child support for his family and between my boss and i we were able to help him get out of the hole with the um child support awesome. and he's, he's such a good kid and like i hate to see someone hurting so much and not be able to help in some way and sometimes just being there for someone that need that doesn't really need to talk about it but just needs to let the universe know hey i'm upset i'm hurt and needs to find a way to let it out you know you know, that is a great, how we were talking that no matter where you find yourself in the world with where you're working, like you can be who you are. Like, look at that amazing story. Like you're doing way more than just painting because of how, where you're allowing yourself to be and being vulnerable and willing to be present with people. That's what's facilitating this change. So no matter whether you're doing painting work or massage therapy or uh, anything in this world, like, could you be your divine, infinite, true self and, and be present for people and be the catalyst for change no matter what you're doing that would be uh, uh you know what a gift to the world it would be we do have a question here from Shar. suggestions on how to work with difficult people without anger without attitude without shutting down emotionally truthfully i think it's about listening and um one of the things that i, I don't even remember where i heard it but i know i heard it from somebody i didn't just make this up uh, somebody else taught me this. I just don't know who it was, was um, compliment in public and uh, like negative comments in private. When you take someone, when someone does something wrong or you have to deal with an issue that could cause you to be angry, you never want to put that out there in front of the whole group because it could be like for that example, if I had gotten mad at that guy for slacking at his work, what the very terrible thing that happened to him and his family, he would have felt like it was public now. And because I, I think when you're ready to blow up on someone, you need to take them separately away from the whole group and try to discuss it without, you know, and listen, because it could be as simple as, Hey, I had a really bad day, or it could be something that's really is going to affect the job, but you guys can discuss this on the private. And it's really hard to control your anger. Like I had a lot of anger management issues growing up 
and sadly the way I gained control of them was by breaking both my hands on accident. Um, <laughs> but uh, you really have to do your best to like, if you stay centered and you, like you said, use that anger to make the situation more potent instead of making it an outburst, I find it always works to your advantage. And, and a couple things too, some people who intentionally, you'll know them, like they will push buttons with the intention for people to, to lose their cool. And that is their way of maintaining control. Because if you're right. angry and you're reacting instead of responding, then that gives them a, a certain power over people because they are, they are very much in control as they're pushing buttons and they're doing it intentionally. But one great way to kind of take off that edge is an access tool. I'm sure it's in other tools too, but it's called IPOV, interesting point of view. And because the, the reason that you're getting angry usually is because you're either aligning and agreeing with or resisting or reacting to whatever they're saying. And if you can take a step back and be like, wow, it's an interesting point of view that they have that point of view. It's a tool to start taking you out of the place of judgment about whatever it is and into a place of allowance. It doesn't mean you have to you know, contribute to whatever they're choosing. You can make your own choice, but that is a great tool to start to transition to a place of, uh, of being centered and, uh, and not reacting and being in a place right. of responding. And also know that uh, whatever that person is doing to um, push your buttons, make you angry or, or be difficult, um, that's not really them doing that. <laughs> that's, uh, that's their mind. That's their ego. That's them functioning from uh, the identification with the thoughts and emotions flowing through their field of space. Um, but uh, in truth, who is that person really? And that's the same question that we ask when we ask, who am I? Um, it's the same thing. You know, that person is you. Um, when you, when you just distill us down to our essence, we are all the same one consciousness. And so um, really any anger you have towards another person is anger towards an aspect of yourself because we're all the same thing. Um, so, uh, the interesting point of view thing is great because we can we can look at it that way. I think you have to have a certain degree of, of knowing this, of knowing that we're not the thoughts and emotions in order to really effectively use the interesting point of view tool. Uh, because if you're fully identified with the thought stream and all of that, you're saying interesting point of view, just another thought. Um, right. And it can come across very different energetically because it might be right. like energetic F you to the person, like interesting point of view that you have that point of view. Like, <laughs> yeah. Depending on how you use it, it can have a very different energy behind it. <laughs> yeah, but um, but no, um, really just uh, taking time, you know, so really that maybe ask yourself, um, you know, what is it in me? What inside of me uh, uh, is in resistance to what's happening externally? Uh, what part of me uh, resonates with that so powerfully that, uh, that I'm able to have such strong emotions and reaction to it? And then uh, maybe look at that as an opportunity to release some powerful emotional pattern within yourself. Absolutely. Or another question, this would be from the work of Neil Donald Walsh, but he would ask the question, what in them hurts so much that they feel that they have to hurt me to heal it? Or a similar question, because it puts you in a place of um, of not getting caught up with how they're the kind of just spitting out heaviness into the world and being like, wow, there's a wound there. And then you could ask the question, is there something that I could do to facilitate a change or a new possibility here? And just see where the questions uh, lead to. And at the end of the day, there's a ton of t different tools, but to Casey's point, like uh, certain things work better um, at, at, at different places in your spiritual evolution, if you will. Um, and 
whatever what is going to feel light at the moment. Or if you go back, uh, we talk about the sum and chikui, like you can do an energy technique in those moments because all that heaviness is impacting you, whatever you want to do to flush out that energy uh, or ask your spirit guides for assistance. There's all kinds of different tools uh, that you could be using to uh, hopefully facilitate a change. That reminds me of a like similar, um, I don't know if it directly goes on with the same topic, but um, when I was okay. growing up, no I would find that if I strongly disliked somebody, usually there was something that I saw in them that was me. And it, it's hard to describe, but like there would be like, there's this one kid that I grew up with who I just really didn't like. We had all the same friends. So we, we were like hospitable to each other, but we were very hostile to each other at the same time. And I found that over time, I started to realize, oh, I don't like him because he's exactly like me. And now this facilitated some healing on my own part because then I realized that I wasn't accepting all the things of, that I was and wasn't working on the things that I was doing because I didn't like those parts of me. And then I see them in this other person and I just dislike them. And when he wasn't a bad person, it was just that I realized the things that I do, I don't like. And I had to learn what those things were by seeing it in somebody else to heal that. And then that opened up a whole well of like different things that I needed to do to heal my soul and like trust. I had lots of trust issues and I realized that those trust issues came because I didn't trust myself. And once I started to trust myself and started to facilitate this healing, suddenly I was way lighter, way happier. I trusted myself. So I was able to trust somebody else. And then shortly after this heal this healing and this ability to trust myself again, I met the love of my life and now have a family with her. And like we have no doubt in our minds of distrust between each other because we trust our love, we trust ourselves. And it's such a beautiful thing. Sorry, and it's I know it's a little similar, but I the seeing the things I seeing myself and other people and realizing that I disliked them because I was doing the same thing was such an eye-opener. Yeah, and that definitely shows a certain level of uh, awareness. Not uh, a lot of people uh, go their whole lives without being able to um, uh, see from that high of a perspective, uh, you know. And um, so, yeah, no, that's huge. And, uh, and it is, you know, the only reason we could ever really um, – powerfully emotionally react to anything that another person does is because like I said, there's some pattern within us somewhere that resonates really powerfully with that. Um, right. Otherwise it wouldn't affect us. If it was completely out of our uh, stream of consciousness, yeah. completely out of our field, uh, no matter what that person was doing, it would be okay. Well, right. that's, that's, that's the reason we're noticing it. Is right. Like the, yeah. And in the care tradition, they explain it as like, say you have a wound from, uh, an energetic cellular memory wound from being bullied on the bus when you were three and you never really healed it. You got suppressed and you were, you were, you never really processed that energy, right? That frequency, anything that matches that frequency, that's like unconscious permission in a way for it to come into your field. And the way Zane would explain it, who's one of my shaman, uh, shamanic teachers and Casey's shamanic teachers is like, if your pop bow, your auric field is, um, it has all these different colors, right? Um, it's kind of like 
because of that frequency, it's tainting, tinting the glass in one spot. And anything that matches that frequency just comes right through that shield. Kind of like a, if you're a Star Wars person, you know the frequency of the deflector shield. So the question then would be like, what in me resonates with that? You guys asked that already. Or in NLP, you would ask, when have I felt like this before? And you just right. ask the question and then you let it percolate and see what memories might come up or, or not even a memory. Maybe it's pre, pre um, where you could function with words what if it's like um feeling of inadequacy or being a burden from when you were a baby and your parents had a fight about money because they couldn't don't know how to pay for things because of this baby right and like what energetically did that do to that child and how would that play out in your life when you're noticing certain things so it might just be an energy that comes up that you gain an awareness of and then consciously work with it even without having to define the memories around it right and it, it goes for like the negative and the positive like when you have those unconscious troubles it's almost like it's magnetized to you and it goes like you said it goes through that hole but also if you if you start to focus on all those positive things you realize once you start focusing on the positive it comes through the positive hole too and it fills your life with more positivity so it, it's there's both things which i what i find really interesting is that um like you said that the damage from when you were younger and how do you find those, those, that, that energy and heal it? Like you, when you said that it immediately brought me back to second grade, getting beat up on the bus. Oh, that, that's a real common one. Like the first time you ever got bullied, like when was that? And every time you see someone bullying someone, is that re agitating that wound definitely. that you never uh, stood up with? Um, and one good way, if you want to passively work with this, this is throwing a little bit of astrology and a little esoteric astrology. Every, if you look up your astrology chart and you look at the moon, uh, whenever you have a lunar return, you're getting a new aspect, like moon represents emotions and like these fixed things in history um, from our past or whatnot. And so when you have your lunar return, you like one of those things gets re-agitated. So say it's the bully on the bus example, like we were talking about. Uh, right. You might notice during this lunar return, your boss really bullying someone and you don't know why it's bothering you so much and then as it progresses around you get to the first square it's like something really blindsided it's just like oh my gosh i'm just so angry right as you get to the 180 degree the opposition from your lunar return it's like the ideal energy to recognize what this is really about oh this isn't about my boss this is about when i got bullied and right, then on the right. next square the next part here it's your opportunity to re-anchor the energy and choose different so instead of not doing something you go to hr or you make a choice that's not going to allow this bullying any longer and then you start the whole cycle over so every 28 days if you want to be aware of your astrology cycle and you could work on it way more proactively than that but if you just wanted to do it kind of passively with the autopilot of the universe that's the energies to be aware of for this yeah <laughs> I never forget, um, like when I, well, especially before I really got into the spiritual stuff, you know, I'd hear people talk about how like the full moon affects people. And I'm like, yeah, that's all. <laughs> I used crap. to take off every full moon when I worked at the call center. And it was, <laughs> like, that bank's not working. I, I get so many crazy experiences on full moons. I'm like, these people are whack jobs that are calling in. I'm not going to be answering phones. <laughs> I, and I think it's funny that like people that are like, oh no, the full moon doesn't affect anybody. It's just they completely unbelieving on it. And I'm like, have you ever seen the tide, man? We're literally 70-some percent water. And if you don't think the moon affects us, you're crazy. Ask it definitely affects nurse. our whole entire world. Ask oh, any yeah. Anyone. Yep. Or a psych ward or anything like that. It's 
or yeah, yep. okay. <laughs> but no, um, but, no, it's, it, but I, I do, you know, I, I, like I just recently, um, uh, Hank helped me through it, but I had a little bit of a period where some like really intense energies and old patterns started to come up. And um, I looked, I always do this anytime something like that happens. I go to Google, I'm like, all right, Google, what's going on with the moon right now? Where are we at? <laughs> and it's always either like, right before the new moon or like right before the full moon i get hit with something really intense and but that i noticed with the new moon though it's like right before all these like old patterns start to come up and then as soon as it's right after the full moon then i'm like awesome i'm like on cloud nine right after well that the moon change. has a two and a half day arc so like in astrology <laughs> depending on the uh, the rotation there's an arc of influence so like once you start coming into the arc of influence that's one that it goes then it would peak at the new moon and then you would have an arc going out and so that's the same thing with the sun signs or mercury or any of them they all have a certain arc of influence and that's also how you would tell if things are conjunct or or uh, different aspects in astrology so fun fun topic it's <laughs> funny that, astrology. that uh <laughs> ancient pagans they believed that the, the like the moon the full moon was very very magical and then like right before you have um now i'm not fully in my like moon knowledge here but when it's the moon's not in the sky it's black that mm -hmm. was like the end of magic so if like if you wanted something to go negatively you'd wait till the dark of the moon to try to have that happen but all the time that the like the full moon was a good thing back in pagan days and like just a little emoji help i don't him. know where i was going with that <laughs> but but i just it, the moon's been a, like a major part of like all life forever <laughs> yeah no, yeah, totally. <laughs> no, but especially in the in the magical workings, I mean, like they do. I know even people that um, I don't know why this example is coming up, but uh, <laughs> this this one guy who um, he teaches people how to do um, telekinesis, and he is like really, really skilled. He's like one of the most skilled people I've ever. Um, and I, I was actually taking a way back. Um, like years ago, I was in the same online metaphysics course as this guy as he was just learning how to do this stuff. And now he's got this YouTube channel and he's got his own like little like online school where he teaches people to do this stuff. But one of the things he does is he makes his own Ormus. Um, and Ormus is like uh, it's, uh, this substance, it's like monoatomic gold and other iridium elements that are in this like really high spin state called like the fifth state of matter, right? So there's like solid, liquid, gas, uh, plasma, and then there's Ormus. And it like the molecules are like they say it's like half spirit and half physical um but anyway people take this as like a supplement um and it like like sinks the hemispheres of your brain and like it transmutes into like anything your body really needs and it like really helps to awaken psychic abilities and other among all this other stuff that it can do um but um he whenever he makes his ormus for people um he always like I don't know, he starts on a full moon and ends on a new moon or something, or starts on a new moon, ends on a full moon, like through this cycle of like cleansing and or washing it and all this stuff that he does. And so I just thought that was really um That fast. was that stuff at your house you wouldn't let me touch, wasn't it? Well, I wouldn't let you take it out of the container because yeah, if it gets exposed yeah, okay. to EMF, then uh yeah, then that's not good. <laughs> um well so like that's a fast so this substance makes up like something like two or 3% of our nervous system. Um, and uh, when you expose Ormus to electromagnetic frequencies, it like destroys it. 
and it will actually go from inside of this thick glass container. The Ormus will be shot out of the thing if it gets exposed to EMS, and then whatever container it was in, you'll just see black um, on the inside of it where it got like shot out and destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, I actually took a workshop on how to make that, but I was concerned with how the guy did it because we were using um, some chemicals, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I, yeah, that was one of them. Yeah, that's one of the chemicals used in the process to make it. Oh, I, 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 it didn't feel light at the time. Maybe um, with uh, your direction, maybe it wouldn't be feeling. Well, well, that's one. That's he was probably making mother's milk or miss. Was he making it with like dead sea salt? Is that what he was using? There was some salt involved, I believe. Yeah. So that's mother's milk ormus. That's one of the forms. But then there's another form of ormus that doesn't use any of that. You just take a gold bar um, and put it inside water and you run a certain electrical current through it. And then that. You just need another. to buy a gold bar for like 2000 bucks. So. Yeah. Hey. You know what's funny is I happen to have a gold bar. And, oh, um, look at this the, guy. The, like, you know, what's interesting, um, Casey, is that the way you were describing, like, um, putting the gold bar in it and running an electrical charge through it is the same way people use to make um, colloidal silver and micro silver. Yes, it's, it's, and, it's, it's colloidal gold. Okay, yeah. well no, that's that's, a, that's awesome. That gives me a lot more perspective now. Well, yeah. let's, uh, let's hang out with Jameson and borrow his gold and make some warmest. I was actually just thinking about that. I'm like, man, I, <laughs> we actually have the machine like the. The, we have the thing to put on the jar that electrically charges. The, you really? Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my, my father just bought it, and we've been making our own coital silver for like the last like couple months. Oh my god! I just never even thought about using it to make to use gold. Colloidal gold. Yeah. Oh, and colloidal gold is a whole other thing. So like, uh, in in the Dead Sea salt, that's just one of the elements that's in there in small amounts is is the gold. But if you okay. make a pure colloidal gold, which is or which is a form of ormus. Um, like that is supposed to be really potent for like awakening psychic abilities and all this other incredible stuff. And there's like all, there's a lot of, um, sounds like we got a project coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it I was, makes I got, me wonder what, um, colloidal pa uh, platinum would do. That's another, yeah. Well, yeah. Platinum's one of the other elements. I happen so, to have a platinum bar too. Really? I mean, Jameson, you're one of the most interesting people I know. Like, who's running around with bars of oh, so so one one of the first times I went over to Jameson's old house. <laughs> one of the first times I, I I visited his old house, he's uh, he pulls me into his room and he's like, "Oh, do you want to see my treasure chest?" And I was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> what does that mean?" And he, he opens this thing up and he's got like little packets with like gold and silver and platinum, and he's got like these coins from like like thousands and thousands of years ago and like just like all these and I'm like that's a legitimate straight up treasure chest he's got in this room. I was like, oh my God. I, I, dude, I love that treasure box so much. Like um my wife's brother, his their friend, he was like, Oh yeah, like I really wanted to like buy this gemstone and like he's like all happy and like, oh I got this gemstone I found in a mine and it's like it's worth so much and blah 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 and like he's kind of a cocky guy, but we still love him. And I'm just like, oh, you want to see gemstones? And like I went upstairs, and I, I like he says, I legit have like a treasure box that's like old school. You can you know got the wood oh, yeah. lid, and like, <laughs> like it, it looks like a pirate's treasure chest. <laughs> it and it's literally filled to the brim with like all these different treasures. Like I've always wanted to like. I have it all in nice cases and stuff, but I've always wanted to take them all out of their case and just fill the treasure box with like literally just coins and gems and 
Oh, so funny. Yeah, that's that's my uh, what I collect on the side is coins, gemstones, like metal bars, like all that stuff. Heck, I have a 322 karat ruby to my left if you want to see that. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> and I thought I was cool for having a box of rocks. <laughs> hey, this is still very cool. So uh, here is a 322 karat wow. ruby. Or not, yeah, ruby. So yes. what is the, I don't know if I've ever held a ruby. What's the energy like coming off of that thing? How does it feel to you? Um, to me, it feels very heavy. It's, um, it's, it's weird. Like, I, I think I have to cleanse it because I haven't quite gotten like a real good energy from it. But um, I've also like had it on my altar to Odin for many, many months and haven't put it with, um, I have a special stone that I use to cleanse things and I haven't really had it near that for a while actually to find that stone <laughs> but also it might be that i've been trying to sell this stone for months and probably put bad energy into it myself <laughs> <laughs> very cool well thank you for sharing your little treasures with us and in the future oh, you got to talk offline and set up a date to uh make some gold so a uh, colloidal gold yeah, seriously. No, I'm like yeah, definitely think we got a project that we can do. <laughs> yeah. No, that's um. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'd be very excited <laughs> for that. I just hope I, it's big enough because, like you said, gold is not cheap. So I have a very, very small bar of gold. <laughs> I think like um, a one ounce bar is like seventeen hundred some dollars right now, at least in the yeah. states. If you go over to other countries, it's way cheaper. But here, the market that they've created, um is such that it's going to cost about 700 bucks and it's been fluctuating like crazy recently and the only reason i know about this is one of the things i help people invest in in my part-time gig is precious metals and their self-directed iras so people own gold silver platinum coins all that and it's held at a depository in delaware so like they're you, you said one ounce is 1700 i think so if i, if I remember right i think it's 1700 how, how big is an ounce how much is that it's not a lot it's you know, if you have a pound of bread, you know, that's like uh, a one sixteenth of that. Yeah, he, he was right on the money. An ounce of gold is 1700 bucks. Yeah, roughly. I mean, the market's been very volatile lately. So like you have to, yeah, it could go up or down based on what's happening with the pandemic. But yeah, there's a little banker Hank for you. Hey, Hank, <laughs> um, you and I will have to talk about this uh, IRA thing sometime. Off, yeah. Like offline. Yeah, yeah, you can do anything, even things that you're not supposed to do if you know how. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually found it very interesting uh, because of this pandemic and that there was a huge drop in the market. Of course, a lot of insider trading happened during like the time of the pandemic being released. And anybody that has eyeballs can see in the market. Like I spent a lot of time in the stock market and I... I knew immediately when they had been notified that the pandemic was coming because the stock market just plummeted and that was everybody pulling their money out of the stock market. Then suddenly all the silver in that you could buy is now not in stock. They oh, were yeah. pulling their money out and just buying precious metals. And like, there's, there's a high chance that like silver couldn't go up to three, 400 bucks an ounce, which is crazy because it's only like 15, $16 an ounce right now. But 
they, literally, it's almost impossible to find right now. Yeah, well, and that's what's driving the price up because people want to buy it, and then broker and dealers are offering people because they're getting a commission. They're the bookie. They they make no matter if you buy or sell, and they're getting it from the people like until they offer a price point that they will sell it, and then they sell it right away to someone else, and that just keeps driving the price right. up. And uh, yeah. another big thing that people have been doing is a uh, cryptocurrency because we we offer that too in self-directed IRAs. So you could like just buy Bitcoin, for example, right. and trade on all those uh, cryptocurrencies, which is a whole nother ball of wax. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> welcome to financial hour. <laughs> yeah, financial hour. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been meaning I want to do a whole episode around that uh, because there's a lot of uh, uh, plans and things that you could have for your home. And if you are having financial stress, there's different like um, uh, programs that where you can not pay your mortgage for a year and stuff like that, but you got to know about them and know who to call right. that. So I'm going to do a whole thing on that. It will probably be, well, it will be really good for the people who need it. And other people will be like, I'll pass on that one. Uh, it will be there if and when things change. Yeah. You, you let me know when you do that. I would definitely be interested in paying attention. <laughs> definitely. Got to research a couple things, but I'll probably do that sometime this upcoming week. Fantastic, fantastic. Fun. Anything else? Like we're already 52 minutes and the time's just flying by. Oh, yeah. Wow. So we'll throw it out. If anybody's out there that has a question, now's the time to ask because we are trying to wrap things up before the hour mark because then we can upload our stuff to Instagram TV. And if it's over an hour, that means we have to do video editing, which no one wants to do. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's, it's always so much fun with you guys. Like I, I look forward to my Sunday mornings all the time. And it's like, oh, yes, it's time to do the podcast with Hank and Casey. We're going to have such a good time. <laughs> uh, and then in the future, when you start to, you know, open up your apothecary business and all these other beautiful endeavors, then you'll have even more free time. and You can come on more often. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because lately it's like, oh, I'm like, if I didn't make as much money as I did painting, I would totally be, and not have, like, I have a family to support, so it's not just as easy as being like, oh, I can just stop doing this for a little while and it get something be. else going. What, what was it, that? What if it could be that easy? You know, I really think it could, and that's, I like you guys have said, I think there's just that part of me that's just scared of a possibility because I don't know. And I, I completely know that's the truth. I know that once I take that step, everything's going to be fine. It's just taking that step. And like my wife and I are saving money to buy our own home. And like um, I see the I security in what I'm doing. And I understand that it's secure and safe as much as that stinks for now, you know. I get it. I, even with as much freedom as I have, I still uh, keep my uh, my wife's point of view in perspective because she pretty much has let me do anything I want whenever I want, but I don't like to abuse that ability either. <laughs> right, right. No, I completely agree. My wife's very similar. Yeah, and then uh, Shelly was uh, saying hello, and uh, she has some broken silver drew. I think Jameson has us covered with this treasure box, so I don't know if we're going to need that, but we'll definitely keep it in mind if we suddenly uh, find ourselves needing some uh, silver. And uh, we have another question. Uh, question, plans for June 21st, Global Community Awakes Eclipse Suggestions. Uh, June 21st, there, there's an eclipse. I will probably be doing a despacho. I think there's an eclipse and a lunar eclipse. Yeah, there's a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse. Uh, in, I don't know if it's in the same day, but I know in the same month, I think. Is Let's see, June right. 21st is a Sunday. That's also Father's Day. I believe oh, yeah. uh, I believe that is the Shaman Apprenticeship Weekend for Casey and I. Oh, is it? Uh, 
yeah. uh, assuming we're in person, um, you know, that's still in flux, but I believe we, uh, hopefully we will be. And if we, if there's an eclipse and everything, I'm going to bet that we're going to be doing a despacho as part of that class. But, um, and even if we don't, I'll still do one. So, and maybe we'll make a live stream out of that and uh, include people in creating a despacho, especially if there's a, an eclipse and other things going on. Um, it might be a great time to do one of those. And for those of you who don't know what a despacho is, it's basically an offering where you add all kinds of different uh, components to, uh, and it looks kind of um, very pretty artistic. In fact, I'll, maybe I can find a quick picture and show it, but it's uh, something that you build um, and you kind of make a ceremony out of it. And at the end, you typically burn it uh, or you could bury it. You could put it out in the water. Um, it might be next year. Uh, she, she was saying that the there's eclipses all over the place. Like they're always happening. I know in Cleveland where we're at, there's supposed to be one in a couple of years. It's going to pass right over us, but there could be eclipses elsewhere in the world. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be right overhead for you to take advantage of the energy. Right. Uh, the live stream uh, she's asking is uh, the lunar oh, go ahead. eclipse is June 5th and the solar eclipse is June 21st. Cool. And wow. is this a live stream, a daily event? We try to come on every day, though uh, we, we, we're not on every day. Uh, but for, during the pandemic, especially before while well, the stay-at-home order was in place, we we did a pretty good job. We were on almost every day, and as uh, things are starting to shift again, Casey has massage clients. We are doing our best to come on every day, but um, sometimes we miss a day here or there. Uh, to answer that question, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I loved when the people asking questions and joining us, and it brings more energy to this whole. Oh yeah, this whole podcast, and like I everyone to know, please ask any questions you want. We very much enjoy them and want to be able to communicate with you, the watchers and listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for those of you just joining us, all of our episodes, well, not all of them yet, but we are, um, we've got a podcasting pod hosting, pod hosting <laughs> service. Uh, and uh, all, if you search for like Stir Crazy Shamans on iTunes store, all the episodes are going to be there. It's going to take a couple more days oh, no. to populate. What's up? Oh, you froze. I don't know if that was on my end or not. No, you're it might be on my end. I was just uh, pretending that time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, uh, if you go to our YouTube channel in the upper right-hand corner, there's all these little links for our Instagram, our Twitter, but there's also ones for the Apple iTunes store that will take you directly to our page where you can download a lot of them. I think I'm on episode nine of uploading. I, I'll, I'll upload the new ones right away, but I think I'm on episode nine of the backstock because I can only convert so much in a day because it takes forever to convert a video file to an MP3 file, then upload it. So... <laughs> I'm catching up as fast as oh, I can. Oh, a quick question. Did we ever hit the 100 followers? We did. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we were at 111 as of this morning. What a great number. Woo. Good number. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But, but if you, uh, speaking of subscribing, if you haven't already, if you're watching us on Facebook or Periscope, wherever you are watching it, um, I posted links for our YouTube channel. If you want to click that and subscribe to the YouTube channel, that definitely helps us out. Uh, watch the videos there, thumbs up, comments. It all shows Google uh, that we're relevant and will serve us up to more people and it helps uh, spread the word. So if you enjoyed today's broadcast uh, as an I need back, a divine reciprocity, share the video with someone that you love or uh, rewatch watch it on YouTube to help increase our watch time, whatever, uh, whatever feels like to you, we'd certainly appreciate it. 
Yes, like, subscribe, share, all the good things. <laughs> yeah. In the description, there's also links to connect with Casey, to connect with myself, Casey's YouTube channel. If you look at the description of the video, all those links are there. And it's also on the description on the YouTube channel if you want to connect with any of us uh, individually. Except for Jameson, I don't think he has a website yet. Not yeah. at the moment. I, I will be working on that in the future. I just haven't quite put my energy in that direction yet. <laughs> yeah, but it will be uh, it will be someday soon, right? Anything else, guys? Is right. We have one minute and one second before uh, we have to start editing videos. So. Oh, it, it has been a wonderful time to spend this time with you guys. Every Sunday is fantastic and brings such joy to me. Um, thank you for watching. We appreciate and send good vibes to everyone. Yes, and thank you, Jameson. It was always so much fun to have you on. So, um, yes, I just again, thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah. Much gratitude to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, so Nike, Nike, Nike to everyone, which is Ketchua for thank you. And can't wait for our uh, little episode that we'll do on Colonial Gold. So stay yes. Tuned. <laughs> All right, everyone. Until next time, bye-bye. Have a great Bye. holiday.